My name is Art Schmoen, and I'm Managing Director of IWBC, which is a major international conference on industrialized wood-based construction. IWBC covers all forms of off-site construction, including mass timber, panelized, and modular. The availability of finance has been and still is a major challenge for modular construction. In fact, financing has impeded its rate of adoption. So to shed light on this important topic, I'm here today with Kyung Kim, Senior Vice President, Franchise and Strategic Markets at Ivana Capital. Kyung is an experienced finance professional who has more than a decade in the financial services industry. Prior to joining Ivana Capital, Kyung spent 11 years at GE Capital in various roles, including mergers and acquisitions, business development, and strategic planning. His education includes undergraduate degrees in industrial engineering and quantitative economics from Stanford University. He also holds the Chartered Financial Analyst designation. Welcome, Kyung. Hey, Art. Happy to be here. Kyung, I wonder if you can kick things off by telling our audience about Ivana Capital. Ivana Capital's mission statement is to drive meaningful job growth and social good in the U.S. So we accomplish that objective by providing financing to entrepreneurs whose projects create or retain jobs, as well as projects that positively impact the local community or the global environment. We raise capital from private and institutional investors, both in the U.S. and internationally. So as to align Avana's interests with our investors, we invest our own capital side by side with them. Since our inception in 2002, Avana has funded $1.4 billion in loans for commercial real estate transactions and renewable energy projects using conventional, bridge, and construction loans, as well as government-guaranteed loan programs offered through the SBA. We are primarily short-term capital, which means we're focused on helping entrepreneurs acquire, develop, refinance, or reposition their property, and then creating a path to long-term permanent financing. Havana has historically focused on the hospitality sector, but is expanding into renewable energy, multifamily, student housing, and healthcare. Before we get into finance issues associated with modular construction, perhaps we should be clear on what we mean by modular construction. What is it and how does it differ from traditional on-site construction? So I'm going to answer this question in the context of hotels, but most of this applies to other property types. Traditional on-site construction is conducted, well, as the name suggests, on-site. First, the site is prepared, including excavation and grading. Then you construct the first floor and then the second floor and so on, working your way up. It is a serial process. One part follows the next in order. In modular construction, the method comprises of parallel processes, multiple processes that are occurring at the same time. Let me explain. Just like in traditional on-site construction, you have the site preparation. That part doesn't change. While site work occurs, production begins on the actual modules. And I have to mention that the raw materials and the case goods, which is the furniture, bathroom fixtures, all the things that go into the modules, must be ordered well in advance. It is critical that these items are delivered to the modular factory in time for production. Otherwise, the schedule will be delayed. In the context of hotels, one module equals one room, then a hallway, then another room. So two rooms with a hallway in between. That is one module. And remember, these modules are fully furnished units. For hotels, this means the room, the bed, the bathroom fixtures, the curtains, even the wall hangings. They're all in there. That's why it was so important to get the case goods to the factory prior to production. 
After the modules come off the assembly line, they are sealed and then transported to the site. Once at the site, the modules are stacked on top of each other using a crane. And if you remember as a kid playing with Legos, I think that analogy is quite appropriate in this case. After the modules are stacked, the mechanical, electrical, and plumbing connections are made. And then the final construction stage includes things like exterior facade work, roofing, and the completion of the interior corridors. Voila, a completed hotel. So to recap, you have work happening at the site, you have materials ordered well in advance, and lastly, you have the production of the modules taking place at the factory. This is essentially the fundamental difference. In on-site construction, everything happens at one location in a serial process. In modular construction, work happens in multiple locations in parallel. I see. So my understanding, Kyung, though, is that many banks are not comfortable providing financing on modular construction projects. Why is that? Well, Art, that is certainly the case. Modular construction requires significant upfront funding in order to procure the raw materials and the case goods for production. Unlike traditional construction, all of it needs to be at the factory before production begins. Most banks require collateral in order to disperse funds. This is fairly straightforward with a traditional construction loan because the hotel is being built right there on the site. So everything built is immediately attached to the real estate. In modular construction, the building is being manufactured in a factory off-site, not attached to the real estate. With such a large upfront disbursement, a bank who lands on this kind of construction essentially has no collateral. Any collateral is owned by the modular manufacturer, therefore the loan is unsecured. So the only collateral the developer has is the raw land awaiting delivery of the completed modules. That is a level of risk that most banks are unwilling to take. So how does Ivana Capital then get comfortable with this risk? We are a private lender. So we can take the time to learn a new construction methodology like module construction and customize the lending solution to fit those specific risks. Additionally, we're not subject to the regulatory restrictions that banks face. This allows us to be more flexible and creative in our structuring. We underwrite the modular construction process. We underwrite the specific modular company used on the project, and we evaluate the risk. Ultimately, our comfort level in financing modular construction is rooted in the belief that the additional risk inherent in modular construction is outweighed by the benefits and therefore the risk mitigation provided by modular construction. The construction process is shorter. There is less risk of delays. It is a higher quality product. All of these things serve to lower the risks in financing modular construction compared to on-site construction. More certainty equals less risk. You talked about the additional risk inherent in modular construction being outweighed by the benefits. So in your view, what are the benefits to modular construction? Well, the benefits afforded by modular construction are many. So let's focus on the most significant. Number one, speed to market. Based on a recent report by the consulting firm McKinsey, modular construction can cut the project schedule by 20 to 50% compared to traditional on-site construction. That means the hotel is open faster, revenue is earned sooner, and the ROI begins earlier. That is all music to the ears of the developer. And as a bonus, because the hotel opens faster, the construction period is shorter, and therefore the interest carry cost from the construction loan is less. And who doesn't want to save money? Number two, 
Module construction delivers a higher quality product. The modules are manufactured in an enclosed climate controlled factory, not subject to the elements, not subject to theft or vandalism. In a factory environment, you enjoy the benefits of consistency, quality assurance, and generally more disciplined processes. Number three, modular construction provides quieter rooms. With traditional on-site construction, sound travels easily between the rooms because adjoining rooms share walls and ceilings and floors. In modular construction, each module is a separate piece of construction. When the modules are stacked and put side by side next to another module, noise isn't transferred as easily from one unit to another, leading to significantly higher STC ratings and the positive guest scores reflect that. Finally, modular construction is higher on the sustainability scale. Working in a controlled environment lets you use the right tools with the right amount of materials to get a task done, hence less waste. And what waste you do have is easily segregated and recycled in a factory environment. Additionally, because up to 90% of the construction occurs off-site, you spend less time on-site. So less traffic, less noise, and less overall disruption to the surrounding areas. You'll be a better neighbor to the local community. So what are some of the things that developers should keep in mind when evaluating modular construction for a given project? Well, modular construction is not the answer for all development projects. Sometimes traditional on-site construction is simply the best option. Sometimes a hybrid solution is warranted. That's where most of the construction happens on-site but you manufacture certain complex components, usually a bathroom, in a factory environment, and transport that pod to the site. With all that being said, there certainly are situations where modular is the best option. So let's talk about those. First, what property types work best with modular construction? Factory production is most efficient when repetition is maximized. In other words, when you manufacture the same things over and over again. So this means property types that have replicatable structures like hotels and apartments. Next, let's talk about site location. Sites located in markets with expensive labor are good candidates for modular. Factory wages in Killeen, Texas are likely lower than union wages in downtown Los Angeles. On the other end of the spectrum, where labor is plentiful and inexpensive, such as Phoenix, Arizona, traditional on-site construction may be the answer. Now, along the same lines, a site's proximity to a modular factory can determine the viability. The further you are away from the factory, the higher the cost for logistics and transport of the modules to the site. A good rule of thumb is 500 miles, but there are certainly exceptions to the rule. Now, let's talk about site access. If site access is limited by the local jurisdiction where you are unable to close off streets for months at a time, that's a great candidate for modular. Since most of the construction in modular takes place off-site, you spend less time on-site. So rather than disrupting traffic for weeks or months, the on-site portion can be completed in some cases in a matter of days. Okay, so back to Ivana Capital. How did Ivana get into the financing of modular projects? Well, it was almost by serendipity. In 2017, there was a developer on the West Coast that had a large project underway. It was a five-story, 354-room courtyard, town place suites, dual brand development in the Los Angeles area, utilizing wood frame modular construction. As it turned out, the lender withdrew from the deal because they were unwilling to finance modular. 
the module manufacturer, in this case, introduced us to the developer. We proceeded to perform due diligence on the construction process, the modular company, the developer, and of course, the transaction itself. Given the size of the project and the loan amount, this took some time, but we eventually approved the loan. From start to finish, the project was completed in 14 months, saving the developer anywhere from 10 to 15 months compared to on-site construction. Needless to say, he was quite pleased. So are you working on any other projects at this point? We certainly are. We are currently working on the construction of a 26-story, 168-room AC hotel in Manhattan. This is a steel modular project. This is a massive, complex development and is international in scope. The modules are actually being manufactured in Poland, then shipped by boat to New York Harbor. We will begin stacking in late quarter one of 2020. Then there are several others that are various stages of underwriting, and we also have been asked by the developer of previously mentioned LA project to support him on a 400-room hotel in Northern California, which will be a steel modular project. And definitely, business is booming, and the pipeline is robust. You mentioned earlier that modular is a good fit for structure types with repetitive elements. So aside from hotels, are there any other building types or types of projects that Ivana may finance in the future? Yes. So we're using our expertise in financing modular construction as a springboard into other property types. So that naturally extends to multifamily and student housing. So we're beginning to build a pipeline for those types of transactions. Well, Kyung, this has been fascinating. And on behalf of IWBC and our producer, Forest Economic Advisors, I want to thank you and Ivana Capital for your insights into such an important topic. Thank you, Art. It's been a pleasure speaking with you on this topic. Just a reminder, Kyung Kim will join 42 other speakers on a host of off-site construction topics at IWBC in Boston, November 4 through November 6, at the Western Boston Waterfront. The keynote speakers include Katera Chief Architect Craig Curtis, real estate guru John Burns, housing industry investment banker Margaret Whalen, UK offsite construction pioneer Robert Hairstons, globally renowned architect George Legendre, and BIM pioneer Phil Bernstein. This is one conference you don't want to miss. For more information and to register, go to our website, iwbcc.com. That's iwbcc.com. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you in Boston.